Wow. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the No Pressure Podcast. We're a dad and a daughter in Dallas, Texas, sharing fun, relaxing ideas to help keep life lighter. I'm Caroline, and this is my amazing musician dad, Billy. Hi. Ripping it up on the ukulele. <laughs> ripping it kind of slowly, but ripping no, it nevertheless. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for season two, episode three. Every week, Caroline and I bring three no pressure points to share with each other and all of you to hopefully take some of the pressure off in life. Man. We're here. It, back again already. I know. It wow. It's like. On schedule and everything. Yeah, I know. We're on a roll here with the with the being on time. Right. Record. Who knew? Feels good. Feels good. I'm liking it. Maybe we're taking the pressure off. Yeah, that's true. I hope so. I hope everybody's doing great out there. Yeah. It's a little weird out there sometimes. <laughs> you notice that? It's a little weird. It is a little weird. But so, you know, and weird sometimes means pressure, so... We're here to try to take the pressure off for all of us, including ourselves. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and Duke. Isn't that the truth? I was just in at home this morning, and uh, this lady came in and just started screaming at the girl checking me out. Had never laid eyes on her before. Oh. And I was, it was bizarre. It was crazy. And I was like, girl need to take some pressure off like that is a person on the verge of explosion poor lady Uh, that's the worst yeah yeah man um speaking of dad what's your first no pressure point today yeah we better get into these no pressure points yeah no pressure everybody well i have kind of a a fun verse from the scriptures that came to mind and I thought Mm. we should just I'm just going to throw this out there and maybe talk about it a little bit because I think it's fun and encouraging Um, do you guys remember this one it's Hebrews 13.2 don't forget to show hospitality to strangers for some who have done this have entertained angels without realizing it Mm. that's kind of fun huh that's so cool. It, it kind of, it just actually in this case reminded me of how, you know, there's this spiritual realm around us all the time that most of the time we're not thinking about, obviously. We're pretty caught up in our four dimensions of space and time, but... Mm-hmm. Um, there are apparently additional dimensions. And uh, as a result, you know, God is always with us. We know that. And, you know, I was just thinking about these things that relate to that. Like, you know, there's a spiritual realm around us. And the way I think of it is there must be extra dimensions. Yeah. Um, that we'll understand better someday when we're experiencing them firsthand mm-hmm. um but and in I the feel meantime, like science backs that up too they're always trying yeah, to figure out they yeah. like know there's something else but they can't mm-hmm. see it right yeah 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 i physicists astrophysicists they 
they would love this conversation. (laughs) Some of them might push back a little bit if we start talking about God and stuff. But then we would just say, hey, everybody knows there's a God, even you. You just need to realize it. (laughs) (laughs) But um, uh, I, for some reason, just had this flow of thoughts as a result of this. Like, uh, I just think it's so neat to think about these, like, because you know how God knows all of time. Like, he knows... There are prophecies in the Bible that came from God. He knew, he knows the future. He can operate anywhere in time. Um, so that's one of those extra dimensional cool things about God. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, you know, remember when Jesus returned, how he could appear and disappear and walk through walls? There it is again just that extra dimensionality. Um, We get a hint of it too. I don't remember if you remember the story of Philip where they actually just intervened with a, a, just one of us, Philip in the, in the scriptures who they, um, he was kind of teleported from one location to another. I'll have to look that up. Oh, I forgot about that. that But you're right. Yes, I do know what you're saying. God just, moved him across mm, I don't know something like a hundred miles in a second you know insane um, what a world so a little you know kind of an intervention there from the extra dimensions like well you know I don't know it's just so cool but anyway you know cool. the things that we're not recognizing because we're limited to our dimensions mm-hmm. are that God you know we forget sometimes God is always with us I hope that's encouraging and you know because it's encouraging when we remember he's always good and he always loves us and in fact he is love Mm -hmm. and he always has our best interest in mind and he's all about going forward from where we are now not mistakes we've made before Um, and he um what else I kind of just had this flow of thoughts as a result of this consider oh here's what I I was thinking about you know how we talk to ourselves sometimes I think some personalities do that more than others oh I do all the time there it is right and sometimes I don't realize (laughs) I have my headphones in in a coffee shop (laughs) I get so embarrassed because I'll realize I've been saying whatever I was like typing out loud (laughs) oh my gosh yeah Oh. Yeah, I catch myself doing that sometimes too. Like today, mm-hmm. well, I'll, I'll walk into the pool at the Y where I'm gonna go swim, and I'll walk in and I'll catch myself saying aloud what I'm thinking, right there on the pool <laughs> Gosh, deck. We're the same person. You know, it's like like oh, oh man, all right, there's some empty lanes or whatever, yeah. and then I look over like maybe at the lifeguard and go, okay, yeah, I'm just a little crazy. <laughs> Just, There's just one screw that didn't get fully <laughs> tightened up there. Yeah, at least one. <laughs> but I, I was thinking, you know, maybe it would be neat to turn our, those of us that kind of tend to talk to ourselves, maybe turn that into talking to God or talking with God and instead or in addition to that, you know, Uh, more of the time because 
like there's that verse pray without ceasing and everybody we always are like how do you do that um but maybe that would increase it would be like something along those lines to turn some of our talking to ourselves into talking to god more Mm -hmm. you know because he is we forget but he's always he'll he'll leave us alone he'll he can do anything he can give us privacy but still be with us okay that's you know some people will go that's illogical but you got to add some extra dimensions in there yeah so Mm, he's a really interesting thought he can give us privacy but still he's always still with us Mm. and he always has our best in mind so just some things that i i don't know they encouraged me and i was thinking maybe they'd be encouraging to think about talk about um, oh, I think that's so cool. The other couple of thoughts I had here is, you know, we pray and we say amen, and it's kind of like we think we're maybe hanging up, right? But you never have to hang up. Yeah. With God, right? You never hang up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if, I don't know, just some random thoughts I had that kind of fell out of that verse. <laughs> okay, I think that's so cool thinking about it in the other dimension. And I think I really do like something that um, the church I went to in Waco really emphasized, and I had not um, uh, maybe been taught to think this way before. It was just kind of a new idea to me. Um, was to always be seeking His presence. Yeah. They would always be like, his presence isn't, like, you want his presence in the room. Ask him to fill you with the Holy Spirit constantly. Um, yeah, well. When you're, uh, yeah, just kind of, and I don't think it's, it's not like you're saying, like, God's always there. Um, but being aware of his, like, it's not like he leaves you, but you choosing to be yeah. aware of his presence is a mindset and kind of that never ceasing prayer is like I want him I want to be aware of his presence with me in the car in the grocery store in the stressful business meeting you know what that's so cool to think about because we don't do that so much of the time most of us and it's cool to think about it's not just God I know that the angels aren't omnipresent so there may be I don't know how it all works but there are angels fighting for you yeah constantly if you're a believer like you're just you're not even just with the Lord like he's his team is fighting for you and yeah I think that can be so encouraging when you're you know because I think sometimes it's easier to see evil Mm -hmm. um, than good yeah. Like you can see supernatural evil sometimes yeah. easier than you can, especially in America, than you can see. Yeah, it seems like we're almost more attuned to that. We're mm-hmm. on the lookout for that. Like we can be like, ooh, that commercial looked demonic or that was creepy. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's a good reminder that there's actually supernatural good going on around us and, yes. and winning ultimately. So. Indwelling us as believers. That's so awesome. Yeah, I just love that. That's so cool how you connected that. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of took a few leaps, probably. But (laughs) but it all relates in terms of, you know, kind of 
yeah, the realm of the spiritual realm around us that mm-hmm. we forget about because we don't see it. Yeah, and it does take, I think it helps you kind of take a breath. Like, this isn't on me, you know? Like, I'm my job is just to yes. show up and listen and obey. So, yeah. But I don't, you know, there's, what's that song say? A God of Angel Armies is always on my side. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's taking care of it. I just have to obey. And That's kind of the where where I ended up that mm-hmm. I didn't say. I guess is the very last thing I wrote down is therefore kind of rest in His presence. Mm-hmm. He's always that. with us, so yeah. we can rest. Yeah, I love that. Well. Thanks for listening. What do you have for us? We need another no pressure point. Okay, I can well, sense it. Mine is short. Um, this is kind. Of, I can't remember if we talked about this before. So if we have, we'll just go through it quickly. But I was reminded. I feel like I always need to be reminded of this. Um, kind of the principle, and I think this. I don't know who. Someone from Midland gave it this language, but. Um, remembering what I can control and the only things Mm. that I can control are myself and who I trust is that it or is there one more yeah I think I think it's um, there was one other thing mentioned sometimes what is it Uh, your attitude maybe oh yeah something like that like I can control about your own thinking myself my at my oh my uh, worldview or something I don't know. It's just a the yeah. bot, the main point is I I feel like lately I've been kind of getting like I'm like oh I'm I'm not gonna worry I'm gonna just do what I can, um, but sometimes I feel a lot of pressure from clients uh, to yeah. get things done. You know, by this, de- you know, whatever deadline. Right. Or they call and you feel pressure to get right back to mm-hmm. them. And I have had just a situation lately where they're kind of pushing me, and I'm like, I can only <laughs> get things done if I have the material. Like, I just, I'm oh, kind right. of uh, stuck between a rock and a hard place. And I can, I've been a witness. She's had some clients who want the impossible. Yeah, and I just, <laughs> it's, it makes me nervous. Like, I see their name pop up on my phone. I'm like, ugh. What, like, what impossible thing yes, do they want now? <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. I just feel like I've been having to say, like, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen over and over and just starts making you feel icky. But anyways, Nate is the best. It reminded me, you can't control that. Like, you don't, you cannot kill yourself, get yourself sick, trying to do things that are just out of your control. Like, you can do what you can do in a healthy way, and, um, yeah. you and know. Maybe your maybe some clients need to see that and learn from it. Yeah. You know, like, oh... Actually, that's pretty reasonable. Actually, that's the only possibility, isn't it? I can't move in today if there's nothing to move in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We can't, uh, we cannot install your building if there are no floors down. Just not going to happen. But yeah, I don't even mean to say that about the clients. I think they have the sweetest intentions and just 
probably that's part of my job is to help people understand reality but yeah i'm such a like people pleaser <laughs> um, but i just that's given me a lot of freedom it's just been repeating that to me over and over again you can only control like what can you can control you can't control this you cannot control this like you can control who you trust to do it and you can control what you do but um and that's just given me so much peace help me take a deep breath so and i know that but it's sometimes you just need a reminder so yeah i just thought that might be a good reminder for everyone because i've definitely needed it and this week i have a lot of stuff coming up that just i'm worried isn't going to be here in time and Mm. i'm just trying to just repeat that over myself (laughs) i can't control it so i don't need to think about it and um I think, yeah, I think a lot of what you're talking about is just remembering that you just are going to be reporting facts to your clients. You know, I mean, there's no, there doesn't need to be, you know, if they choose to be emotional about it, that's, that's their choice. You you don't have to, you don't have to worry about that because all you can do is report what's factual and it's, it's either, you know, the couch is either gonna be here on Thursday Mm. or it's not there's you know and there's no and they know that you can't ultimately they know you can't control all of that and they I don't know I I hear what you're saying because I under I we all I think all of us experience that we can sense somebody else's expectations or maybe sometimes we think we do and we're actually not accurately understanding what their expectations are but we start feeling pressure yeah yeah yeah, so don't, I think I'm just trying to <clears throat> remind myself and maybe somebody else needs to hear it that you don't, like, you can't control your client's expectations either. And, right. like, that's me being crazy, thinking that, oh, well, if I say the right thing, yeah, if I phrase true. it just right, like, it'll everything will be, like, that's really kind of manipulative if I think about it. And so I think... Yeah, I just have felt so much more peace just kind of saying that to myself and just letting it go. So I know that's like easy to say, but sometimes you just have, that's your only choice. Right. Give yourself a break. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. That's that's really good. Because I think almost everyone feels that from time to time, experiences that at least from time to time, some daily yeah. That's a great reminder. Oh, okay, Dad, what's your next point? Oh, I think Duke has a point. Yeah, Duke. In case think, you're... Yeah. Don't let the mailman into your house. It that, would be so stressful. That, that takes the pressure off, for yeah. sure. We know, we know that the mailman is not coming in yeah, the door right not now. once. <laughs> if I were the mailman, I wouldn't come in. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I have another Pilots of the Caribbean tale to tell yes. today. Yes. And uh, so, um, and oh, this doesn't matter to anyone but me, but last week I said the wrong island the whole time. And I was later when I went back to listen, I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, just what? What, am, what was I thinking? I actually, Aww. I said St. Croix, St. Croix, St. Croix. It was St. Thomas. Most people, I don't know. It, it's meaningless probably to most, but 
Um, just wanted to set that record straight, especially because today is a flight to St. Croix. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, there's a little background information for this one, I guess. The Twin Otter that I've been talking about, the airplane we flew down there, is it's called a Stoll Aircraft. S-T-O-L, all caps. And that, oh, Duke's familiar with it. Yeah. That stands for short takeoff and landing. And so Stoll airplanes, they're designed to be able to get in and out of shorter runways or even unimproved strips like grass strips or Whoa, dirt strips cool. or, so kind of bush plane kind of aircraft and the twin otter is definitely kind of a bush airplane um but so but to do that to maximize that performance you know it is it's different than a normal takeoff and a normal landing and it's you configure the airplane differently you use more flaps for the landings or excuse me the takeoff and well actually landings too a lot of times so in fact the airplane had 40 degrees of flaps which is more than a lot of aircraft have in terms of you know they they really come back and down a lot and really changes the wing a lot and it allows the wing to fly much more slowly Hmm. so then slower airspeed you can touch down more slowly you don't need as much runway Wow. that idea or take off same deal you don't need as much runway to take off and get clear of trees or whatever Mm. so anyway that's kind of some background on this so i this is another routine day in the caribbean which i don't man i love it down there um it was just another big fun day flying around and uh i had uh, this is another captain i haven't talked about yet another puerto rican who was just awesome um and he you know they all everybody has their personalities um this guy was so funny and he was kind of a trickster and he even looked he played the role well he he kind of looked like it he almost always had his sunglasses on and he had a mustache and Oh my and there was just something about his demeanor. He just something. It seemed like something was up his sleeve all the time. So it was fun. He was really fun and funny. Well, uh, you know, I just described the stole characteristics of the plane, but here's the deal: we weren't allowed to use that performance with passengers because we didn't need to. I mean, it's it's perfectly fine to do that. But we didn't have an airport where we needed to do that. And, and so the, our management said, don't do it because it can scare the passengers. Okay, so sometimes we would have a, an empty flight or re, be repositioning a plane and we would do it then just for fun. <laughs> but anyway, so um, this day uh, we've been flying around. Everything's been normal and good. We have a flight coming up from San Juan to St. Croix. We get going, just everything's normal. They load the airplane. Well, we only have one passenger on this flight, which is very unusual. It's this man, and uh, uh, he just climbs aboard and takes a seat, and we're kind of waiting for everybody else, but there is nobody else. They give us our load manifest, and we have one passenger. Okay, 
So we just start up and taxi out. And so um, I guess that my captain thought of one passenger as no passengers. Oh my god. Because we taxi out onto the runway for takeoff and he looks over at me with that sinister look and he grabs the flap handle and yanks it down and goes, Let's scare to death this guy. <laughs> Sorry, don't worry, this won't happen to anybody out there on a normal airliner. But so I'm like, you know, kind of going through wait no we're not supposed to do that with passengers he's gonna i the way he set the flaps i'm like oh okay here we go short field takeoff and oh, uh my gosh. and i didn't know what to do i was i thought i'm part of me's laughing along with him but part of me's going "Ooh, but we really aren't supposed to do that and <laughs> you know do i need to say do i need to remind him or when then then i'm finally like i think he knows and I think it's too late. Oh, no. <laughs> the power levers are going up. His feet are his feet are on the brakes. Like his toes are on the brakes because you would hold the brakes until you have full power set. And oh, so he's holding the brakes. Up goes the power. So the engines are roaring. The props are roaring, and we're not moving yet because he's on the brakes, and the airplane's starting to shake. <gasps> and then I will be losing my mind. <laughs> No, it was really kind of radical for this poor guy in the back. So he releases the brakes, off we go. And it is such a short takeoff roll that it doesn't seem real. It's just, you could probably go one 1,000 up to maybe five and you're rotating off the runway. So nose comes up, up we go. And then you climb at a slower speed, but you're going up so fat, like this best angle of climb speed. And so... The funny thing about the Twin Otter is when you're doing this takeoff, right after you pull up and you start maintaining that climb speed, what happens is the nose starts coming down and you're actually climbing, but the nose is down. It's like a helicopter. Oh my god! It's the weirdest feeling. So the nose is down. And so it's kind of like, honestly, I was thinking about what is it? The sensation is almost like you're in an elevator. It's like a cross between an elevator and a helicopter. It's not like an airplane. It's just bizarre huh. sensation. And just up, 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 we're going, and I mean fast. It's, it's really, it's designed to do this well and it does it really well. And it's so unusual that the tower is, is calls us. But <laughs> I I'm, I'm, can't resist looking back to see if our passenger is okay. So I, I'm... You know, we're roaring, we're screaming up into the air. I'm like, I look back there. He is, seriously, I'll, I've never, this image will be forever burned in my head. He's plastered to the window. Both his arms are on the sidewall of the airplane like he's trying to hang on to something as he looks out the window just in disbelief. <laughs> and the tower's calling, and they're like, Slumbird 3783. Two, is everything okay? <laughs> it's like, I'm thinking, yeah, he's probably like, well, they're not crashing, but it looks like they're they might. Climbing. I mean, they're, they're going straight up and they're not really going forward very much, just up, you know? Oh my gosh, that poor man. He was probably like, yes. 
Are we going down? Are we going What's up? What's happening? What? Am I dying? I know. <laughs> I felt pretty bad for him. <laughs> that is so mean and hilarious. <laughs> At the same time, right? I, oh my gosh. Like, the fact that he said, let's scare this guy to death. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And and I got it. I, I love all, I love the you know the Puerto Rican like in, sec, English is second language to him, so he gets it like let's scare to death this guy. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I'll never forget that. That was part of the, my pause too. Is like, wait, did you say what? Okay, and it's and, happening. <laughs> so I mean, we transitioned back to normal flight. Made a nice flight to Saint Croix. A normal landing. I didn't know, you know, part of me is like, like, are we about to do a short field landing? And, uh, but I remember watching our passenger deplane, and I mean, truly, that was what, 30 to 45 minutes later, I think he was still a little shaken. I I don't know, I felt, I was like, oh boy, well, okay, it makes for a good story, I guess. I want to meet these people. Like, that is hilarious. Do you think that that is, like, a culture amongst pilots or Puerto Ricans to be kind of... Um, doing Pushing airplanes to the limits, that's a pilot thing among some pilots for mm-hmm. sure. Then the Puerto Rican culture is a very festive, fun, happy joke around for sure yeah kind of culture it's a great culture i love man i love it um but i don't know most i don't know anyone else there who would have done that (laughs) (laughs) but this man yeah you could he was like finally my opportunity yeah everybody that knew everybody you know if you like designed some kind of survey who would be most likely to do a short field takeoff with passengers in the back (laughs) this guy would have won for sure oh my gosh Uh, Nate and I are going on a trip soon and we have like several little baby flights and I'm gonna be nervous island hop yes man well it's a lot more um I think it's there's better discipline now <laughs> than back then and I don't know that was kind of a that's kind of sad that's it too serious well yeah I mean there's still a lot of fun going on I'm sure but I think when it comes to carrying passengers people mm-hmm. are definitely minding themselves these yeah. days but Mm. And we really were there too, but there were a couple of exceptions. That is <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it was perfectly safe, but it was just so unusual. It's just seems radical. Oh my gosh, these are the best stories. Pilots of the Caribbean must live on. It's <laughs> <laughs> too good. Uh, I've got, I don't know, I've got a couple more at least, and the one, the next one is, yeah, stay tuned, folks. Okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, well, okay, Lena. What okay, do you have? my next one is just a fun Instagram account or whatever um, for wherever you live. But something. Okay, I love following this account called Dallasites One Hundred and One, and I'm oh. sure a lot, a ton of Dallas people follow it. But they do like. They just kind of showcase like new restaurants around Dallas, coffee shops, 
event centers library like just events um so it's really fun to follow because you'll see like oh this restaurant's doing like this fun happy hour drink half off this week or oh yeah um, this is a cool new coffee shop that opened up nearby oh, that's fun. it's really fun and they just showcase like small independent businesses and yeah. Um, another fun thing that I don't go to coffee shops enough to make it worth it, but you can get a coffee shop pass from them. Oh, like you pay twenty dollars for it or something, and you get like thirty free cups of coffee anywhere on their itinerary of wow. independent coffee shops in Dallas. So they they like sell things like that too that can be worth it if you go around and have yeah. meetings at coffee shops all the time or whatever. So, but. I know that everywhere's doing that now. I see, like, Midland even has the Scout Guide. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. I just see, all like, Fort West Worth Texas. has a bunch of accounts all <clears throat> over Texas, all over the U.S. They're really popular. Like, I've followed one for New York City in the past. Just, mm. I think it's so cool. And something our pastor talks about, and it's kind of like one of our church's, like, missions or whatever is just bringing joy to the city in Jesus's name. And I think it's mm. so fun to really just like cool. cheer for your city, be excited for it. And yeah, they all do have so many cool things to offer and local cool local spots. So I don't know. I just thought I've had so much fun and it is fun. If you're like, Ooh, I want to plan like a fun girls night or date night and do something different it's a really great place to look good place sometimes. to look that's so cool yeah. dallas site 101 you'll definitely find like spots that you wouldn't find on open table or whatever which is where uh, i always look when yeah. i'm trying to find something so oh i want to check it out and and you mentioned the scout guide a lot of cities and areas around the i don't know state yeah. country i'm not sure i know we have it in Texas. Do we have it in Dallas? Yeah. Okay. That's another interesting source. I guess it's just called Scout Guide. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that one. Is, I just, it's a family friend, I think, that started the one in Midland, so that's why that's I know right. about it. But yeah. Super cool, I think. Yeah. Really neat. I saw one at a restaurant in Fort Worth, the Scout Guide oh. publication, just sitting there and kind of thumbed through that. It was really neat. It's yeah. like, oh gosh, this would be really set you up with a lot of neat places to go yeah and it'd be cool to get your business in it like i was thinking about that like it would be cool to you know if you can get your business featured right right for sure um okay dad what's your next point what you got for us i keep bringing up all these funky foods to think about eating and drinking Ooh, oh I'm, this is I'm such almost, a good one i'm almost to the end of my list i'm gonna put everybody out of their misery no, i love it but it's a good series it's uh this is pomegranate juice and i'm i'm, I'm gonna stick with just one fun fact about pomegranate juice okay it, it's like all fruits you know pomegranate like so many fruits it's just so beneficial in so many ways but it has something really unusually cool about it, and that is um, its effect on our arteries. Mm. And there have been multiple studies done on this. I don't know why. I don't know, you know, what caused that. What what you know? Hey, let's study 
<laughs> the effect of pomegranate juice on arteries. <gasps> but for some reason, I guess somebody had a hunch. And so some of the studies have been small, but there have been a number of them done, and they're continuing to look at this. But, you know, the uh, artery in our neck, that as people get older, sometimes they start checking this artery. It's the, let's see here, like Lily would know. Artery? Thank you, yes. Mm-hmm. How do you say that? Car- I always say carotid, carotid. <laughs> artery. <laughs> that's right, carotid. These main, it's like a main artery on each side of your neck that goes up to your brain. And um, I guess as people get older, especially, they start to check, your doctors start checking that, like having it imaged somehow, I guess. Mm. And um, because it, it does tend to get clogged as people get older over time, so they did these studies where they've done a number of them where they monitor people over time and they're so they're you know they're scientifically done with the control and the um uh, you know they're supposed to be set up so that they are reliable and here are some results Mm -hmm. from one of the leading studies so over a year's time they had a group of people taking pomegranate juice and I think it was some in some of these studies it was only two ounces a day because I know some people are going to be whoa you how much pomegranate juice because it's very sweet yeah it's some people strong. don't want too much sugar but um, two they're now saying it seems like two ounces a day does this I think in some of these studies they were doing a whole eight ounces um, wow. but it does have a lot of benefits, but this benefit is, who knew, man? It's just crazy. So listen to this. So the pomegranate group, after three months, the um, thickness, which was, is partially caused by plaque in the artery, was redu- reduced in three months by 13%. In the same group, after six months, 22%. Nine months, 26%. 12 months, 35%. So it's actually improving the health of this artery over a one year. That's just in a year. The control group over the same 12 months, it increased. The thickness increased, got worse by 10%. Oh, yeah. So that's wild. Crazy. That's just, isn't that, I mean, pomegranate juice and two ounces you could take a shot of that it's like a little shot just throw it back and that's what i'd I'd take a little sip of it after lunch (coughs) like dessert for me after lunch i just take a a little sip of it and it's and it you know it tastes like hawaiian punch yeah (laughs) truly i can't tell the difference and tastes great and um so, Dang. hey, just a thought. Uh, it, it probably has been affecting arteries throughout the body. It's probably cardiovascularly, you know, it's Helping beneficial. everything, yeah. Probably so. Um, there is, you can get a pomegranate extract as a supplement. Then it's oh. not going to have the sugar. And it's a, you know, a tablet. But then it's, 
you know, you don't know as much about it. Yeah, like is it? Because this, you can go buy 100% juice. Mm. Um, there's a company I like called Lakewood. That's who I get it. It's huh. Lakewood, and they have a regular version and an organic version, and um, it's just 100% pomegranate juice. Nothing I added. So. That is so cool. It's just so cool how many things we know like that that could solve prob- so many problems that we that literally cause death, you know, mm-hmm. if we just... Um, that's an easy way to help yeah. yourself out yeah. and be more relaxed. Like, that's just crazy what the benefits that would have in your body. Isn't that amazing? I think that's so cool. I love learning about stuff like that because you just... It's encouraging, too. And if you go online, guys, and just look at all the benefits in addition to that, I think it's pretty convincing. Yeah. It's like, why not enjoy some pomegranate <laughs> juice every now and then? every day. <laughs> I mean, all it tastes, it tastes great. It's oh. like, you know. It's crazy that you said that because I just saw this morning on TikTok uh, um, this girl who makes chia seed pudding out of pomegranate juice. To oh. get it in easier, like you know how you make overnight oats or chia seed pudding, she just puts oh, yeah. like I don't know, like a cup of pomegranate juice and a bunch of chia seeds, lets it sit till it turns into the pudding, and then she puts one scoop of it on her yogurt bowl or her Whoa. oatmeal every day. Oh, that's cool! Isn't that a cool way to get Whoa. it in? And then that you're getting was... the omega threes from the chia seed. Ooh, that's really that's an. That would make your oatmeal really good. Wouldn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like having honey or something on your... I was like, what? Great way to sweeten the oatmeal and you're getting all the benefits. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I, and I had never seen anyone do anything with pomegranate juice like that before. I was like, dang, girl. You inventive. <laughs> That's amazing, yeah. Mm. By mixing it with the seeds, it actually... That's all it is? Juice yeah, you seed. just... Because normally you just do chia seeds and like almond milk or something, and then mm-hmm. people eat it for breakfast. But she just made a big vat of it and then puts a little bit on whatever she's eating. Because that would be pretty nasty, in my opinion, to just eat all a by vat itself. of pomegranate chia seed pudding. <laughs> I don't like chia seed pudding, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan either. I tried to get Mercy to eat it when she was a baby, but even she was like. No. No. <laughs> she eats everything. No. So. Yeah. I can see her nodding her head no. No. Well, oh. My what's our last point? Are my, we taking the pressure off everybody? Yeah. Hope so. Yeah. Oh, my final point today is I titled it Remember It's All a Season. Um, and I feel like I've talked about this before too. I just feel like God's like, Caroline. Get it through your head but i have felt <laughs> just kind of felt like god's been tapping on my shoulder the last couple weeks being like it's just this season because uh, we've just been sick mercy's been sick i've had so many <sighs> illnesses in the last few months i haven't been working out like i normally do because i just haven't been like physically able um just not feeling good and i think like <laughs> And I are going on a trip. And this is embarrassing, but I've just been feeling so, like, not like myself and insecure mm. about it. And that's so stupid, I know. But, um, and, like, dumb. But I just thought that was a good reminder. And I've been just 
really feeling like the Holy Spirit reminded me that everything is a season and um yeah I just remember um this verse in Ecclesiastes 3 it says there's time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens time to be born time to die time to plant time to uproot time to kill a time to heal a time to tear down a time to build a time to weep a time to laugh a time to mourn, a time to dance, a time to scatter stones, and a time to gather them. A time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing. A time to search, a time to give up. A time to keep, a time to throw away. A time to tear, a time to mend. A time to be silent, a time to speak. A time to love, and a time to hate. And a time for war, and a time for peace. Um... I just thought that was so great. Like, and I have heard so many older women. That's always the advice they give <laughs> younger women. I've just mm. noticed that kind yeah. of theme in different groups, different platforms. Um, so that's why I was like, I feel like I've talked about this before, but uh, I just, mm. that has given me a lot of peace. Just, you know, it's okay. It's not every season is going to look exactly the same. And, that's a good thing and it's okay to just not it's okay to have a time where you're not working out every day that doesn't mean I'm not going to get to work out right when I want to for the rest of my life it just means yes. it looks different for this month or this time so yeah I'm just I don't know that really encouraged me and I think when you it reminded me to see the big picture and I think that can be really peace giving if you're in a stressful situation at work and having to like work long hours or you have a newborn and you're dying or whatever it is. Right. It's all gonna Yeah. It's all gonna change soon. So one of our at my old company, um, one of our wise older leaders used to remind me you know just that simple phrase this too shall pass oh yes god that's what i should have said and well i mean <laughs> so I, I just true. it was you know coming from someone like him it really did bring encouragement and peace because he's seen a lot and understands life and yeah, yeah just seeing somebody older with that wisdom and sitting they they just look at you and say this too shall pass you know it's like ah, thank you that's yeah. right that's right you know so often um too like well i'll catch myself getting worried about something or stewing on something and then i remember do you do i really think that one year from now i'll mm. even remember this yeah you know even just or even three months from now yeah. There's so many things we get caught up in and get worked up about and they're virtually irrelevant yeah. to our whole to our life in general. You know? It's just crazy. We're we're crazy. <laughs> it is true. We're you crazy. said that to me a few weeks ago, I think. You were like, Are we even gonna be thinking about this in two weeks? Like uh, are you gonna be worried about this in two weeks or will it be completely gone from your mind? And that's such a good perspective because mm. um you know what too? Yeah. You said perspective. I think that's the one that's the other thing we can control. 
Isn't that the word? Yes, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. You're right. It all comes full circle. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Could have just been one point. <laughs> but yeah, that. Well, we have to remind ourselves of truth like that all mm-hmm. the time, or we'll get off course. We're a dumb sheep, right? Yep. Yeah. And there's just, I really don't think there's anything besides the Lord that will give you peace more than keeping that perspective of. Like we talked about, like at the beginning, yeah, God's here all around you. He's. It's not my job to fix anything, or this is just a season. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's what God's been teaching me lately, and I'm just uh, trying to learn it. But that's really good. Oh. We all are. We're all, as my pastor likes to say, we're all patients in the same hospital. <laughs> that's awesome uh, I, I really like that <laughs> I love that well everyone we hope you're feeling a little less pressure than you were 30 minutes ago or a little longer than 30 minutes today <laughs> uh, thanks for listening and we'll be back with more no pressure points next week thanks everyone keep up the fun and relaxation in life see you soon